Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello and welcome to another episode of Recharge Wrestling. I'm Chris and I'm here with Fisher. Hi. We're as always here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. Tonight we're going to be discussing smackdown raw nxt and AEW. it's just the two of us this evening because sean um mr keeney is sunning himself up um yeah, he's, on the dedicated now, yeah. To. Yeah. he's been on holiday <laughs> enjoying himself um oh yeah we've yeah. been stuck here so this is quite a common quite a common occurrence of me and you the the, the real duo I, I don't know what we could call ourselves like I don't fish, know. fish and chips maybe um if i was called chips anyway <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know why you'd be why you'd be chips but <laughs> crusty yeah. chips no it doesn't make any sense at all anyway scrap that pretend i didn't say it let's uh <laughs> crack on and start with smackdown what did you think of this week <clears throat> yeah um it was all right i was just honestly there's been so much happened in, with rampage and battle of the belts as well all in that sort of short period that SmackDown's kind of been forgotten about for me, but um, I think the main thing to talk about from SmackDown um, is probably the um, RK Bro turning up on the show. Yeah. Um, bit of comedy at the start from Orton and Riddle, um, and then they uh, they kind of called out the Usos, and I really like the Usos promo here. Um, actually. Um, yeah, this was fire. Actually, I yeah. really enjoyed this. Yeah, um, and then obviously the challenge was made um, by the Usos to RK Bro to unify the tag titles. Uh, Usos got a little we sneak attack coming, on Riddle. didn't we? Yeah, and the Usos got a little sneak attack on Riddle um, before they left. Um, and yeah, we, we kind of knew it was coming. But um, yeah, and then that led to the main event later on as well, um, which was Riddle versus Jimmy Uso. Yeah, that, that was a good match, actually. Uh, I loved the finish. That that RKO that Riddle hit was mad. Um, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. That was a great finish. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. It was really good. So sort of, I didn't expect it at all. Sort of like pushed him in the air, and then um, yeah, because he was the one the falling. Down. Normally, it's yeah the other person on the way down. Yeah. Or gonna hit a crazy, you know, like the one with Seth doing the stomp, and that was what I was thinking. I was about to say it was like the Seth, and I was like, no, it wasn't. It was like the reverse of that. it. Was the reverse of that? Yeah, it was really it was cool. weird. It was I very like the way they're thinking of these clever ways to hit RKOs. Um, yeah, I think they need to of, running out of. Um, it is. It's weird. I always never seems to have done this. Really, I mean, you mm. got one that like big main events, but that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, um, like that Seth one, so memorable because it was so amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy this. Yeah, I thought this is all pretty good. Um, good way to open SmackDown. I feel like the Usos and Roman, they've been carrying SmackDown for so long now, but it was also good. I mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of people crossing over brands, but for this storyline, they kind of need to do it. So when they unify they're unifying titles, it's okay, isn't it? They it's, have to do it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a pretty good um, segment to start with, and the match was 
decent enough. Um, but yeah, so Riddle won. Um, the Usos always get, we've talked about that a lot, but the Usos get pinned so often in on and then they down. pull it out of the bag usually at the end. Um, and then they the pull it out of the bag. I can see them doing a similar thing here. Um, yeah. Not necessarily a prediction yet, but um, yeah, I can see them going. This that is route. a really tough one. They could do this. They could give these belts to either team. Depends how far and how much longevity they want Roman and the Bloodline to go. I think they're going all in. I, I, I just, I just feel like they are. You can't um, give them all. It it makes funny. the fall better, doesn't it? If they have everything. I saw a funny picture the other day. Someone posted on Twitter, and it, someone was saying about Solo Sokoa being ready to join the Bloodline. And they had a picture, and it was Roman with both titles, the Usos with both tag titles, Solo Sokoa with the Intercontinental and United States title. And I think they had Naomi with both women's titles and Paul Heyman with the 24 <laughs> 7. I was like, can you imagine? <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be uh, absolutely crazy. Might be though, a little bit too much. Uh, a bit too yeah. much draped in gold. Yeah. Although, um, remember how good Omega looked with all those belts. That's yeah. insane. The thing is, though, there were still other titles for them because they were outside the company titles. Yeah. There were still other titles for people in the company to fight for. The yeah. problem with this is Roman's got both the main titles. If the Usos have both of those titles, it kind of leaves not much room to play with in terms of yeah. titles to go for. And that's the only problem with it. Whereas, obviously, the Omega situation, he was winning it from other companies. So you still had the TNT title. And the tag titles and everything. Was the only good thing about it is you've got you've guaranteed to have your best singles men's competitor, your best yeah. tag team in it. In it, there's no sort of decision. You, you're going to have them, and whether they make them have two matches and things like that is interesting as well. Yeah, double duty, especially if Roman starts doing double duty, that would be interesting. I would, yeah. I would be all here for that. It'd um, be great, but the only problem is the. He'd have to cut his matches down somewhat, wouldn't he? Because you can't have like two half an hours, two 40-minute matches. No, maybe I'd do one long one and one shorter. Yeah, one where he smashed them. Mm. Um, I don't think he'd do that very often anyway. Yeah, so that was all good. And talking about other people appearing from Raw, we had Rhea Ripley appear on the show um, to face Naomi in a match. Um, Obviously, that led to the, um, the tag team title match that was on Raw, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but uh, Rhea hit her trademark pin here where she does her weird cover. Yeah. Um, but after the hitting the riptide, yeah, riptide. I, I really on. enjoyed this match. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought Naomi was looking like she was going to kick out of absolutely everything. Mm. Um, but Rhea was just overpowering it, which was really cool and clever. And it sort of felt quite real. The, Naomi's wrestling style was so sort of athletic. I yeah. love the fact that she's actually breaking out of sort of submissions power moves but then Rhea is just an all-out beast isn't she yeah. manages to power through and beat Naomi so I thought this this was an actual really good pairing I really enjoyed this match and I definitely I, I think this whole again. little feud I think it's over now but this these four people have yeah. had really good chemistry in the ring good combinations good double team moves from both sets of teams um you know I wish they'd made it maybe save the title match for the pay-per-view and given them like a 20 minute match. I think they could have had a real, real good match. On, oh, easily. Uh, yeah. Stuff. So I think there's the whole little mini, mini feud has actually been pretty good. Mm. Um, it's certainly elevated the women's tag titles a bit, like from where we were to now, well, the four people involved, the they've been on TV and it's been four people involved that WWE actually care about. So yeah. And that, they can really helps. wrestle as well, can't they? Yeah, and they're all good. So any of really those matchups I enjoy. It's mm. you, you could put either four of those in, in any combination, and it's going to be a good match, isn't it? 
Um, whereas if if Rhea was still with Nikki Ash, it just wasn't doing it for me. Um, but the, no. swapping her out for Liv seemed to work, and they've broken them up quite quickly. Yeah, um, I think that's just have a plan. On Raw? It was on Raw. We'll get we'll get to that when they. Yeah. We talk I, I get mixed up. That. Thing is, though, that they, they they cross people over so often now that I have no idea who's where, and yeah. I didn't even realise that Rhea wasn't supposed to be there. So <laughs> I, I just thought that was normal. But yeah, really enjoyed that. Yes. So the next thing we got on the show was uh, a promo from Happy Corbin um, talking about dropping the dead weight with Matt Cat yeah. Moss, blaming him for the defeat to Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Um, and then for some reason, and this is a weird introduction, we've got Drew Gulak inter- interviewing Madcap Moss. And Drew Gulak throughout the show was acting as an interviewer. Um, we'll get to what your thoughts were on that in a bit. But just to the Moss thing itself. So then Madcap Moss had a match after that with Humberto. Yeah. Um, and I thought he looked, he's looked decent when he's been in the ring. And I'm kind of glad now that they've separated these two. Yeah. And they can let them just wrestle rather than doing the silly jokes and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, uh, it wasn't a long match or particularly that interesting, but it's just good that Moss got like a good clean win under his belt before they're doing They're obviously going to do Moss versus Corbin. Yeah. But like they're, they're building Moss a couple of wins up first, maybe. I think that's a smart idea. And he, he hit his finisher as well, didn't he? Which yeah. is named the punchline. The punchline. Um, it's quite cool, I, call, yeah. I guess. Um, good to see Humberto in the ring as well, even though he's taken the loss. In a, in a singles match um, not quite showing off what he can do compared no. to when he used to be in NXT but still nice to see him on the screen yeah um, but yeah as you say good to see him split up with Corbin I hope they still use Corbin and get him into a different feud because I think he's very talented um, I, I do think Corbin will probably end up winning I, d- I don't know why but I think he'll beat Moss and then yeah I don't know where either guy's going to go after that but they'll keep Corbin on TV They they always do I don't know yeah. about Moss. I don't know. I think what he they... needs a win because he's been looking quite weak. Although he's he didn't lose, he didn't actually have any matches. No, because they kept saying he's undefeated, but he only wrestled a couple of times. Yeah, four <laughs> it's or five, like isn't it? it was literally like three or four matches. It wasn't like he went on a 20, 20 match undefeated streak. It was literally no. like, it, it was a few months, but he barely wrestled. Um, so yeah, I I think that's a fair point. Um, you mentioned Gulak. Yes. So... I like this. So he came out and um, he, he he had an interview with Charlotte, didn't he? Yes. After this, yeah. After the Moss one. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit weird, but then actually he's he's quite good at promos, isn't he? He always was good yeah. at promos. Like you had him with his. He's a good talker. Yeah. Definitely. Very very charismatic. So maybe he's thinking, well, you know what? I can't get myself on in the ring. I'm just running around after a 24-7 title. I can't even win. Let's see if I can get myself on TV for something else. And actually, I thought the chemistry between Charlotte and Gulak was actually really good, which I was yeah. quite surprised for. I did enjoy it. It's a bit of a comedy element, isn't it? Um, I know Keeney's probably going to be a bit gutted because he li- he loves Gulak as a wrestler. I was well, never we that The thing is, we don't really see him. Re- well, he is a good wrestler, but we don't see him wrestle anyway. So, no. And he has, he's got good comedic value as well. So yeah. if you're going to use him, you might as well use him in comedic value because he isn't wrestling. Like, I'd love to see him wrestle, but he doesn't wrestle. So, and if he was wrestling, it'd just get squashed in two minutes by one of the top heels, you know, yeah. Roman or someone else. Like, uh, that's all he'd be there for to put over other people. So, I think this is quite a good role for him. Um, this was really, really interesting. Um, because Char- I thought I actually enjoyed Charlotte more here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me too. 
her sort of asking him to leave um, after he he says about because she said she was going to humiliate Ronda even more because it's an I quit match. And then Drew Gulak correctly points out that she tapped. The crowd starts out and you tapped out at her. She gets annoyed and then she just attacks him, um, puts him in the figure eight. And he he starts tapping out and saying, I quit, which I thought put over the stipulation pretty well because definitely, um, you know, they can't have Charlotte or Ronda saying it in the build up because that'd be silly. So to to get Drew Gulak to do it works. Um, do you think we're going to get anything more out of this or do you think it was just a one-off? Do you think we're going to get Drew Gulak with Charlotte in a match or something crazy? I, like? I don't think we're going to get them in a match. I almost think Drew, which could be... I think Drew could start following her around, yeah. which could be quite cool because he like... And she starts t- treating him like um, like like her sort of servant because she's like, well, I'll, I'll make you tap out again if you don't. I think that could be quite clever. Yeah. Um, maybe for, sort of forces him to interview Ronda and just ask stupid, annoying questions. But whatever they do, I'm going to quite like it. Um, I yeah. just hope it carries on for a few weeks at least. Yeah, yeah give, Gulak, give Gulak something to do. I thought he was quite good at it. It's kind of suited him. Um, like I say, he's, he's a very good talker, so it works for him, really. Then we had um, Drew v. Sammy again. Obviously, yeah. the first, last week we kind of predicted what was going to happen here because Drew Sammy ran away from Drew. Um, and he did eventually do the same here. And I think Keeney predicted it being a lumberjack match. He did, um, yeah, he did, and that's what we're going to get next. And week, that's what it? we're getting this week on this Smackdown. week. Yeah, not yeah. next week. This week. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, then there's no running for Sammy, and we're going to get all the people on SmackDown. All the, you'll get Mansoor standing around the ring. The Viking Raiders. Uh, all these all guys the twenty-four-seven. The Viking Raiders have been dropped, haven't they? Big time. They're just yeah. Mace, Mace might be there with his new. Uh, I manager. think Mace. I hope Mace isn't there for that reason. Yeah, same here. Especially yeah. if they're going to promote him. That's a good thing. Actually, we should mention that. The, yeah. Do you want to mention it? Yeah, so it was a dark dark segment last week. It wasn't on the show, but it's clips going around of it of um, Mace coming out. And he's now managed by LA Knight, who we've been wanting to get called up for a while. And we're all big fans of. I mean, at first I was like, LA Knight, just manager for Mace. That's terrible. But the more I think about it, and, the, and when I actually saw it, it looked quite good. Yeah. Um, and LA Knight is a fantastic talker. So yeah. him, as long as he doesn't totally not wrestle, if he's doing the introductions and, and bringing people out, um, and then he occasionally uh, wrestles, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, I think it's a good introduction to the main roster for him, isn't it? Yeah. It's better than nothing. And as we say, he's, he's an amazing talker. So let's get him on that microphone. Yeah. And, um, Hopefully he, he he sort of shows the world how good he is, and they they then push him into a single superstar slot. Be quite good as well for Mace, I think. Um, oh, definitely. Hopefully it pushes him because it, yeah, I'm sure he could be a great wrestler. We just haven't seen much of him, have we? No. Um. He, you know, him and T Bar looked all right together when they were tagging, but we haven't seen him on his own really. Um. Yeah. The only thing I've think I've ever seen him do on his own is when he was a commentator and Brock Lesnar put him for a table. Um. <laughs> Brock Lesnar put, not put anyone through a table. Is there anyone yeah. that's left? <laughs> no. Um, but no, good, good little. Sort of yeah, segue good little segue there. there. Was, I think it was worth mentioning. But yeah, so this week we're getting the um, the Drew Sammy match finally. I mean, it's taken them three weeks to get there. It's kind of lame in a, in a sense. They've wasted two weeks, but the end result should be good. Gets the fans way behind Drew, doesn't it? Annoyed at Sammy. Yeah. So just just sort of backing up his his role as 
as being an annoying little shite, really. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we had uh, an intercontinental title match. I forgot this even happened. Um, yeah, Ricochet. it wasn't much to it, was it? Um, Ricochet and Jinder Mahal. I mean, it, it was okay. I mean, it's, again, it's showing off Ricochet and the fact that he's actually sort of getting over with the crowd is good. So you need these matches just to keep him one on TV. Um, he's already had more matches than Shinsuke did. Yeah, I saw I saw a stat about that. I think he's had four, three or four defences already of the Intercontinental title, yeah. which is more than Shinsuke had in his like eight-month reign or something. Yeah. He's had it like... So already, this is great for the so, title. It's good for Ricochet. Yeah, at least Jinder they're doing something with it. doesn't need the win, really. He's just... Oh, God, no. role now, isn't he? So... Yeah. Uh, the, the match, match was, was okay. It was okay. I did notice there was a couple of little botches in there. There was, there was a recall that Ricochet did that looked really sloppy. I don't know whose fault it was, mm. um, but it was. Re- it didn't look like he got anything. And the commentator was like, "Oh, he didn't get all of that." Because <laughs> I do like the fact it. that sometimes they do that now because they never used to, did they? Were like, "Oh my god!" Like the toe glimpses someone's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My god! But now they they actually sort of be like, "Oh, he didn't really get all of that." Yeah, yeah. And I think the wrestlers know now. They're like, "We have to play this off." Um, I saw a couple of. In- I think there was an incident to that in Hangman Page versus um, Adam Cole. Well, I'm sure it was that match where something didn't look like it went right and then they did it again later. Oh, I think you're thinking of... Um, there was a CM Punk match where that happened last week on Dynamite. Oh, I, I can't remember now. There was, it also happened on NXT where someone yeah. went to grab someone's leg and missed it. Yeah, uh, I think it was in the Escobar match and he was supposed to grab someone's leg and he missed it and they were like, a bit like... Um... Yeah, and, and then they, they just they went spot. back to it a couple of minutes later. Yeah, but if yeah, they can I make think, it think... seamless, then it looks all right. Yeah, it's brilliant when the wrestlers sort of recognise that and continue. That, I think that show sort of separates the um, more experienced wrestlers. Yeah. But yeah, I digress massively, don't I? Um, there was a good section with Sheamus, um, Ridge, and then like the New Day doing their signings. On, oh, on yeah. The Butch flew in, didn't he? I loved that bit where Butch just launches himself over. He, he flew. That was that good. That looked really that looked cool. So cool. It's really sort of, I like this character. I honestly do. Um, I want to see him in Ring more, and I know we love Pete Dunne, but I always said before, I was worried how Pete Dunne would get across to a main roster crowd. I don't think his standard being Pete Dunne would have done it. So, and I think Vince obviously knows that, but the way he's actually sort of, sometimes you can, you see wrestlers come up and you really know they're not into the character, but I think Pete Dunn is giving this his all. Oh and yeah, that, definitely That is. segment really shows that. Um, he's like a little Jack Russell, isn't he? He's just yeah. like flying all over the place. And I, I find it funny as well. Um, but I guess you're not as keen judging by your face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I liked that cool spot. I just think the whole like him escaping and them having to kind of find him, and they've been playing it up on Twitter. He keeps going missing. They haven't trying to find him. Um, it could it's entertaining enough, I suppose, but it just it, it's a bit silly. But it's definitely it's silly. But I think again, just like LA Knight, it's getting him on the roster. It's getting him seen. And... I like the fact he's with Sheamus, particularly. I mean, and Ridge, but particularly with Sheamus, I think yeah. that's a good pairing because. Seamus is like one of the most consistent, reliable people on the roster you can possibly be with. Sure. Um, so I think that's good. I know they've only they've only done it because it's all the British and Irish guys like firm, just firm in the faction. I, I know, um, yeah, but it seems to work, doesn't it? But in this case, I think they're actually they're quite well suited. I'm not a massive fan of Ridge, but I've, I Seamus is great. It's a shame. I don't think they've <coughs> used him as well. 
as I'd have liked. Um, I think I, I really liked him when he came onto the NXT UK scene. Yeah. I thought he was brilliant. So, yeah. I mean, we're going back a little bit now. I'm just not but... sure he was main roster. Like, he went through NXT very quick, and I just feel like he maybe wasn't quite as ready no. as uh, for main roster, but don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking of the Big E injury, which probably, it wasn't really his fault, to be fair. It's a silly it's a shame, isn't it? Do. Because you always remember that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just one. It's just one. It's just one incident. It's, it's just I mean, hard. if you look back through everybody's, exactly, somebody is injured. Somebody oh, at some yeah. point, and the fact that they're keeping him on TV and they had him in a match the next week, it's like they know it's not his fault. Yeah, they must review the footage. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't a wise spot. So I don't know who suggested the spot. It probably wasn't either of the wrestlers. It was probably somebody else. So yeah, um, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to. So we got another promo from Lacey Evans. Um, that was, it, it, was it was okay. okay I preferred I, the first one. I didn't really want another. I'm a bit worried we're going to get week yeah, after week. I feel like week. we're going to get three or four. I want to. I want us to just get in the ring now. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather. I'd rather it move on, move forward more quickly. Yeah. The first part um, was great. The second one, I was a bit okay. What was interesting is um, afterwards it did show Natalia and Shayna Baszler like slagging her off. So maybe they're going to move it into a feud with maybe they'll have her face Shayna Baszler as her first. Match back. That'd be good if we actually have that, but then you know she's going to lose. Who? Shayna Baszler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, used, I'm just you, used to that now. When you think back to when Bianca Belair couldn't beat Shayna Baszler, as much as I thought that was an absolute mm. pile of crap, um, it's insane when you think how, how things have changed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it, what was interesting, so it, it cuts in Natalia and Baszler. There was something off Lacey and some other people as well. And Raquel was there. They were talking about Raquel. Oh, and yes, Raquel yeah, was there. So I think we, we may get Raquel versus Natalia or Baszler as well. Maybe we'll get Lacey versus them. Who knows? They might Maybe Lacey up. and Raquel tagging. I was going to say, maybe you might get a tag team match. where That'd Lacey... be a good tag team because Lacey Evans is also sort of a power house, isn't she? Yeah, it might work. And they need more tag teams. So why not? Yeah, yeah. Why not? And have them. who better for them to face than Naomi and Sasha Banks? Really experienced, really yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I could enjoy right. that. And I think that was it from SmackDown. And it was yeah, just I didn't know anything else. I think we've pretty much gone through most segments, though. It was quite an interesting SmackDown. Uh, nothing absolutely insane, but it no, was, it was nothing. still good. No, there's no skip mark or top mark there. Uh, that'll be no. noticed. noticed. No, so no, no, no. I don't think no, it was no anything skip. terrible. It was hard for me to find either this week. I thought this week was one of those weeks where... There was nothing terrible. Everything was quite solid, but there was, was nothing average, amazing. Yeah. There was nothing amazing at all. There was one thing that I did really enjoy from this week, though. Um, this isn't my top mark, but just something that stood out. So we saw Ezekiel on our screens This again. This might have been, actually, might be my top mark. It's, it's nearly this, this one line. If it's what, if I'm thinking oh. what you're thinking, when oh, Ezekiel yeah, yes. said, oh, who is... wants to hear Zeke speak? I was like, you clever man. That was Just amazing. To, I was like... And then Kevin Owens was say? like, you know what you're doing? <laughs> he used amazing. to say something very similar to that. So this segment was play. gold. This segment was gold. Um, it was funny because I did a, I actually did a, um, a poll on our Twitter. We haven't done one in a while on the pod. But I thought I would, after Raw, I thought I'd see which segment from Raw people, segment or match, um, was people's favourite thing from Raw this week. 
So I, I had the three options. I think other. We, this should be a. Um, I think this should be a regular occurrence. Whenever Raw and SmackDown's on, I think we should ask people. Yeah, what I think we, we need to do more of it. Without without yeah. that, we haven't. It done looked one like people while. enjoyed it. I don't. I don't, I don't think um, the followers can see how many, but it was a real good turnout compared to other ones. So well done, Fish, and I think we'll get that going in the future. Yeah. If there's anything else you want us to do, let us know. As long as it's not crude, um, <laughs> we'll be happy to to partake. Definitely. But, and so the options were Cody and Owens, which we'll get to, Fury and Balor, and this lie detector segment, and then other, which no one voted for. Um, Cody and Owens won, um, but it was tight between the other two segments. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was interesting. Uh, I personally voted for Fury and Balor, which I'll get to in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the lie detector was hilarious. Oh, well, you've got, so obviously we're getting Ezekiel here that we're, that they're trying to push and he, after today, I think actually this could be pretty cool. His in-ring stuff's looking better as well. Um, and then you've got him with Chad Gable, who is an absolute genius. He has come on leaps and bounds. Shoosh! I, I think, <laughs> oh, thank you! <laughs> him, yeah, as you say, him, KO and Ezekiel in the ring. Absolutely as soon as done. I saw, because obviously we knew they were get, we were getting the lie detector test because KO mentioned it last week. I was like, okay, this it's a lie detector test segment. It can't be that good. But then I was like, well, KO and Elias will make it work, I'm sure. And then when it KO showed and I saw Chad Gable sat there, I was like, okay, this is going to be great. Yeah. Like, I just knew with him involved as well, it was going to be great. And it was. So good. I'm pleased. There's something I'm pleased about, obviously, that Chad Gable is still being pushed on his own. But. Yeah. Absolutely. The one thing I think Otis is now going to get pushed to the side. I can't remember when it was, if it was the wedding, but Otis ran out at some point with a load of other... Did he? Sort of lower card. Yeah, when did a load of lower card Oh, I out? think Gable was there as well, though. Oh, was he? I, I don't remember so. seeing Gable. It was after the Austin Theory win. Ah, okay. It was oh, just the all celebration. the heel. That's it, the celebration. It was, it was just I all the heels. I Gable, but maybe... Uh, I think he case, was there. not so I, dangerous. I think he was but there, honestly. I saw Otis and I thought, uh-oh, here we go. But to be honest, out, out of the two... Well, if he popped up in the 24-7 segment, that's when you're definitely worried. I got... Con- <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you got confused there, didn't you? <laughs> I could get confused. And also, you mentioned the 24-7 title, so... Yeah. I started yeah. coughing. Um... <laughs> Yeah, really enjoyed that segment. Um, yeah, it was really, it was really funny. Um, and obviously, Ezekiel passes it, which makes Owens really angry. And Gable's just like, "What? What am I going to do, man? Like, he's passed it." Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. But I love the idea that KO brought him in because he's the smartest man in WWE. So good. I, I just thought that was a really clever little touch. With a 4.0 GPD <laughs> average or whatever it is. Yeah. He, he's amazing. He needs to stay on the screen and do do more. Yeah, definitely. It led to the match between Ezekiel and Gable, which was okay, but they just did a DQ finish. So I didn't really know why they yeah. bothered. I, I would have just not Ezekiel's done the match. wrestling style's changed. Well, Elias's wrestling style's changed. Yeah. It's more interesting. So, yeah. Um, Look forward to see what happens if they push him more. It's yeah, been a definitely. long time coming, hasn't it? He's been off for a long time. Mm, definitely, yeah. Um, should we move on to top marks? Because I've got yes, one for and you I think mentioned one, I think, didn't you? So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I really enjoyed um, Austin Theory versus Finn Balor. The only thing I, I, I do feel, obviously, sorry for Balor. Um, he's been booked terribly. 
as United States champion. Um, pinned in the build-up a few times by theory. He's lost loads and loads of matches. They never really paid off on the storyline with him and Priest, which I thought they were going to at Mania with the Demon. I thought that was going to be the whole thing. They never did it. So really, he's been completely forgotten about um, in all of this. <coughs> but... This sounds like a skid mark. <laughs> no, no, that's... that's The negative side of it is Balor's booking. But I the think actual we've match... Give, we've, we've create, they've create, They've made a skid to create a top mark here, haven't they? Yeah, but what they've done is they've backed the new star. And yeah. people moan when WWE don't put titles and new stars and create new people. They've really gone all in on Austin Theory. Um, and the match was great. He's really good in the ring. Um, yeah, it was really, really good. Balor was kicking out of quite a lot here. So was Theory at points. There's a really good Spanish fly in the corner. Um, there was a good dive from um, Balor to the outside. There was an eight. And then the finish was a coup de grace countered into the A-town down. Um, for I like the fact he got a clean win. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't. He didn't use hill tactics. He's, he's, they proper put him over. Yeah. Which is, is really good, actually. I, I think it was a great match. And, and as I said, it's a shame because they have proper shit on Finn Balor. And you see when, the, when he but comes they, they, out to the that crowd. Happened, that happened long before this week, though, didn't it? It did, but you just thought, oh, maybe they're putting it back. Oh, no. It's weird. I wonder what his thoughts are. I'd love to know whether Finn's like, this is what my spot is now to put people yeah. over I'm a popular wrestler but I still don't think he ever reached his peak yes he won the universal title but that injury could you imagine how different everything would have been if he it would have been, been massively injured? different if he would have been injured. insane he's had you know he's had some he's had a US title run he's had an intercontinental title run but he never reached that height um, no. and the demon they they messed the demon up as well because he always had the demon in his back pocket or something that he can get out but they even messed that up against Roman um, that, that was a real they missed they, they missed they missed that up and that's why i was hoping they'd do it at wrestlemania to kind of recover it mm-hmm. having beat priest in a match for the u.s title at mania um but they didn't do it so we were thinking about it now if there's going to be a time when they're really going to push balor it could be in the uk yeah and you could bring the demon out there that that would give a real spectacle wouldn't it yeah maybe i, I just i just don't see it happening i'd love it but i don't know I feel Such like a shame, isn't it? Feel like Maybe they'll not, put him um, down to NXT UK for a bit. Yeah, well, apparently he did ask to work in there at one point, and it kind of didn't didn't happen. I mean, it'd um, help people a lot. I think it'd be really good for the brand. As I think well. the, the thing is, is he's he's probably on a, a superstar on quite a lot of money. Oh, they probably have to adjust that. A waste yeah. it, you know, waste him working in a show that hardly anybody watches. If they're doing a big pay per view then fair enough. But NXT UK hasn't been doing that, have they, for a long time? They haven't done a I think it'll come now we've got the audience back. Yeah, hopefully. Now we've got hopefully. crowd. I don't think they, it'll be, I think they should do it. They should year. definitely do like Balor versus Dragonov or something. That would be a banger. It'd be interesting match. to actually have one the weekend of the UK show. Because yeah. then you could easily bring some big names in because they're there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that'd be really clever, actually. That would be um, really good. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But then, then theory I'll... one, and then you had this random celebration we just spoke about. Yeah, so I've actually put on my notes, it said um, Apollo, Aziz, T-Bar, Alpha Academy, and Hurt Business were in the ring. Oh, okay. So, so that's what I put. Of so I, I, I think both of them were there, yeah. But for uh, some reason, I don't really know why. And then Vince come out, didn't he, at the end as well? Which I thought yeah. that was a good touch um, to show that, obviously, he's Vince's I like project. the fact he, he's been involved with this story and he's stuck with it, because it started with that weird egg, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it did had a very strange start yeah very strange I was like it, what is this and they put him over so I'm like, yeah I think it's been you know they've created someone he's not 
like they've not created a star as in like a main eventer yet, but I feel like they're pushing him. They need to start this way, don't they, and build him up. But you don't um, want to do too much too soon. No, well, I think they put him up too early, didn't they? So they took him back down. So they obviously yeah. think a lot of him. To He's go still down very young. And then come back up is mad. Yeah. So and have like a one-on-one match at Mania, then win a title. Yeah. You know, it's it's quite a lot. Be involved, Be involved with Vince. With like, Vince, no, yeah. not anybody just gets involved with Vince. So yeah, they definitely. And that's that's my top mark side of it is the match was great, delivered, really enjoyable TV match, and the fact that they are pushing a new star. Yeah. Um, it it's something. And uh, yeah, I believe yours is off the back of that as well, is it? I think we had the wedding in between. Oh yeah, we did. And that's oh, yeah. not my top mark. No, no, I was going to say that is uh, that was nearly my skid mark, to be honest. But I just I didn't enjoy the main bit of it. It was a little bit boring, and it was almost like they didn't really know what they were saying. So sometimes I was like, so as if they're just. It felt a little bit like drama. Well, the crowd hijacked it school. a bit, didn't they? The crowd, the crowd hijacked it. Yeah, they were chanting. I couldn't hear what they were chanting. Our truth was playing off of that. Our truth was. I thought he did a good job of bringing it back. Yeah. to what it needed to be. But so, this I enjoyed the end of it, though. I did enjoy it when everyone was like, rolling each other up in the wedding dresses and things like that. I just thought that bit was kind of predictable. It was okay, but... Of all the roll-ups that they do, this was probably my most fun one. Um, the rest of it, though, could have taken it all the or left it, to be honest. Yeah, um, it was too long. They've said too long bringing them all out, yeah, walking down definitely. aisles. Oh, the speeches... The crowd went mental when it was Tamina and Dana Brooke. <laughs> I did notice that. Yeah, that it, did make me laugh. That, that bit made me, there was a couple of bits that were good, um, but yeah, it was just too long. Um, I kind of like the fact that, even though I didn't like listen to it because it was too long, Dana and Reggie did long speeches, and then Tamina and Dezawa were just like, yeah, what they said, um, yeah, which I thought yeah, was cool. Good. That was like, you know, I was thinking, please don't have them do, like Tezawa do a five-minute speech, please. Um, <laughs> I, I'd have loved it if he just started doing his old, was it? Ah, ah, whatever he used to do oh, yeah. on his on his entrance. Yeah. I used to love charting that with him. I, I thought he was brilliant. What have they done to poor old Tazawa? I know, um, he's... but he's still there, I suppose. So <laughs> that is some fair play. That is some of the releases we've had. Um, yeah. so there wasn't too much more really to say about that, was there? Um, no. Um, the only other thing to say about it was um, Sasha and Naomi were there, which was uh, I thought a nice touch because of they looked like they were messing about. Um, and yeah, I mean, some people criticised it because you're like, what you've got Sasha Banks in like a twenty four seven segment. I didn't see it like that. No, I saw saw it as they were there because they're Tamina's friends. Um, yeah, Nikki Ash was there. She was there because it was twenty four seven segment. Like that was she was there in ah, like and she was dressed in a. Superhero gear, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, which kind of made me laugh a little bit, but it's also, oh god, but I'm um, just not a fan, I'm afraid. Yeah, Sa- Sasha and Naomi were there to bring Naomi down, uh, to bring Tamina down to the ring, which I thought was a nice touch. And and to be honest, they all like from the pictures afterwards, they all like wanted it, they all enjoyed it. Um, and I've heard from uh, another podcast I listened to that Naomi, even as far back as well, just before Mania was excited to be in that segment. So Naomi and Sasha obviously planned to have... I think they're just having fun at the moment. Like, yeah. they've, obviously, they've got titles, but I feel like they're not taking... It's not a main event. Seriously. It's not yeah. a main event scene, is it, where they have to really be serious? No, I feel like they're just embracing the... Just enjoying wrestling, the aren't they? Which is yeah. good. Which is fine sometimes. Not everything has to be super serious. But yeah, this segment, it was too long, but... And a bit, you know, I don't, I'm not a fan of wrestling weddings as a whole. No. Um, but it, was, it wasn't... As bad as I thought. Not it was since be. Triple H married Stephanie in Vegas. <laughs> um, so something something that was a bit more serious. Um, 
we had Seth obviously saying to Cody earlier in the evening that it wasn't fair at WrestleMania because he didn't know he was coming and he wants Cody to have a match not knowing who's coming. Yeah, I and thought that was a good weirdly, idea. I didn't think KO. I don't know why. I thought, who's it going to be? And then he brought out KO. Because they left it as a mystery. Yeah. He kind of thought maybe they're bringing in someone new here or yeah, someone yeah. returning or something. Um, but yeah, really in kayfabe sense it's obvious it's the getting a yeah. KO when he comes out he's like of course which is awesome <laughs> and this is my yeah. top mark just because one it's a bit of fun that Seth picked this and picked KO and he's like yeah go get him but the match was an absolute banger in my opinion yeah Kevin the only Owen thing was won. the finish was a bit flat yeah that, that's the only thing that I weren't too sure about but I think it really plays into Kevin Owens's character and also sometimes you, you see these sort of matches and you're like why are they busting their arse off for not their advantage. He was doing it for Seth. Yeah. Um, and then Kevin Owens just walked off, which gave him the count out. But I thought this match was great. You had Kevin Owens putting Cody through everything. Um, mm. He literally was hitting him with absolutely everything. But then there was loads of counters going on. Cody, there's one thing that I've noticed with Cody so far. He is wrestling. He's, and he's having proper matches. When, he, when he's in that ring, he's really impressive. They're not sort of like two-minute matches with a crossroads. No. We didn't even see a crossroads here. No, he but... went for one and countered it, didn't he? KO countered mm. it into a DVT. There were some brilliant counters. Like the pop-up powerbomb got countered. Um, yeah. It was a really, really good match. Off. I was just... Yeah. I was just a bit like, well, why didn't you just have Cody win? Because Cody... I know there's another loss. I suppose KO. they're trying to protect Owens slightly, aren't they? Yeah, I get um, it. But at the same time, like... I, I um, agree. I did think, oh, but actually... The more I thought about it, I think. But yeah, Seth did call KO. He had said, "Get your fat ass in the ring" or something like that. And then KO was like, "I've had enough of this shit," and then just left. <laughs> so I don't know they're, if they're KO two and... together are golden, aren't they? Yeah, they haven't really done a lot together recently because they've kind of separated the feuds, haven't yeah. they? But um, I don't know if we're going to get them again as friends. Maybe they're going to come back and win those maybe, tag titles. Maybe that's the way they've they've kind of split them. Then I don't think they're going to have a match and turn on each other, or no one's going to turn. But I just think they're going to. That's their way of kind of splitting them quietly, I reckon. Um, just Gao getting pissed and walked off. Um, but yeah, really good match. Good top mark in that sense. Um, and I'm just, I don't know what it is. It's just, I'm just loving Cody being there. Still feels like surreal to me. Oh, it's so cool. Um, it gets the massive entrance with the pyro. The crowd are so into it as well. And I think that just makes everything 10 times better. If he was coming out and he was getting no reaction, I don't think I'd care as much. We were worried about that, but wow. Was I wrong? <laughs> he's getting some serious. I thought he'd get some reaction, but I didn't think he'd get as much as he's getting. Oh, I didn't think we'd be into it as much as we are. No, it's no. it's fun, isn't it? It's great to have. And that I can't much wait enthusiasm. for the match, the second match of the uh, backlash. I think it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be insane, isn't it? It's going to be insane. Um, to top the first one is going to be tough, but it's going to going to be amazing. I can't wait for that. Um, I don't have anything else on Raw to say. I oh, there's, there's a few, there's a couple of other things. So oh, he's got a couple in his little notes. Well, there's women's stuff um, mainly, and there was um, obviously the women's tag team title match, which we didn't. We talked about the the build up to that, but that was a decent tag team title match. But the thing to talk about really was Rhea's turn at the end. Oh, of course, yeah, it's because we spoke about it a minute ago. I forgot all about yeah, it. Yeah, so Rhea obviously um, Rhea actually took the pin, which surprised me. But the way they turned her is Liv was outside the ring. Sasha Pinder after a decent little match um, and then Rhea blamed Liv for not being there Liv goes to walk off and then Rhea properly turns on her um, which 
now obviously has split and that tag team. It's another women's tag team split already. Um, but I do think that there, there's bigger plans with um, with Rhea. Yeah. Um, mainly, I think it, we're going to see her join the, the... I think we're going to see her. The yeah, match. I definitely think that prediction's correct. Um, it's going to be really interesting. She did a promo after the thing and there was just a little subtle hint with a purple light in the background, which per, uh, Edge and Priest also used I can see a belt lighting. being put on. I think it might be a little way down the line, but I can see some gold come into that faction. I, I think on at least Rhea, a couple of them. A heel Rhea beating Belair for the title eventually makes sense. Out of anyone on Raw, Belair losing the title to Rhea makes the most sense. Yeah. In my opinion. Especially if Rhea's turning heel and then Belair's going to be a face. So that makes total sense to me. Um, but yeah, I, I really think that would be a good idea for her to go into that faction. And talking of Belair, we, we can segue onto that a little bit. Um, I really liked the um, what they did here where Belair comes down. Sonia reminds her that she can't touch as her, rejects the match, rejects the match for night. We're actually getting the match this week on more because it's in Bianca's hometown of Knoxville. Yeah. Um, but what I really like is when Bianca went to do the KOD on her and Sonia still had the mic in her hand and was like, yeah. get me down, get me down. If you touch me, you'll get this fine. And then I loved the after Just bit. launched her. Yeah, and then I loved the after bit. She goes to pay the fine and she gives Adam Pierce a dollar. And he was like... You know, Adam Pierce is kind of playing Sonia at her own game yeah. by by letting off the superstar that she's. Yeah, it's quite uh, interesting, this isn't it? It's quite fun. I like the fact that yeah. we're going to see um, Sonia in ring again as well. I think she's a good a good wrestler. There's been a long. Do you time. think this storyline's maybe transitioning away from her? Because they said she's been investigated. Pierce said, "Oh, your conduct's being investigated." I think it's been think coming on for a while, hasn't it? Transitioning her back out of being a manager. Uh, management position back into a wrestler. I think cause... it'd be a good idea. I think maybe behind the scenes she's been training more. Mm. Uh, if she had me in, I think she does a really gone. good job as an authority figure, but she's also good in the ring. Um, and We've had this storyline a couple of times now as well. Obviously, we had yeah. it with Ronda. Now we've got with Belair. So I think you've almost Naomi. exhausted it. Yeah. Yeah. And not, it's not Naomi, Naomi for ages. Yeah. For ages. So, that went on forever. I think we've exhausted that now. But really, <laughs> the abuse mm. on t- <laughs> live TV should be. Um, should yeah. be moved sort of back to the ring which I think would be quite cool um, I just hope they use her properly and she doesn't get squashed all the time yeah um, absolutely because she's lost every other feud and she's going to lose this one isn't she so yep um, only a couple of other little things so Veer had a match against the jobber that he hospitalised again he did the same to Dom last week so he's had an impressive start in terms of like they're making him book, they're booking him strongly at least he's, he beat up a jobber it's not like he beat someone of note but um, yeah it's the classic sort of big guy um, yeah. entrance, isn't it? I remember they did it with Strowman, um, did it a little bit of Omos, but yeah, let's let's see where this goes. I, I'm not too sure at the moment, but no, I like him, but I I just don't see him carrying on. But you never know. No, you never know. I don't have faith in them to book him like well over a long period of time. So in the end, the other thing was really the Edge. There was a match between Arco Bro and Street Profits, which was pointless. Um, but there was the Edge Priest promo, which then led to them beating up AJ Styles. I didn't like the light going out and then beating them up. They, it is a two-on-one beatdown. Why do they do it in, again with AEW or criticize it? So I'm going to criticize it with yeah. WWE. The lights going out thing in a locker room didn't need to didn't need to be done. But Edge and Priest's promo before I actually liked because they gave good reasoning about why they were fed up. Because Edge yeah. said, Damien Priest, this man was in a match, you know, with Bad Bunny last year. And only, the only, everyone was talking about Bad Bunny when Damien Priest did all the work. And I was like, that's probably fair enough. 
And he was like, he wasn't even booked on the WrestleMania card this year. And um, and then so I thought that was a really good reason for Priest to actually yeah. turn heel. Real deep as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. And and Edge had reasons as well. He mentioned, although he said about the fans turning on him, that didn't really happen no. until now. Until um, he I, went heel. Yeah, that didn't really happen. Apart from that, though, that promo was quite true. So I quite liked that. But I didn't like the beatdown bit with the lights out. No. I think that's it from Raw. Yeah, on, on to NXT, I guess. Um, we, we opened with Tiffany Stratton versus Ray, which, to be honest, I think we've exhausted this fuse now. But it's, yeah. it's again, booking Str- Tiffany Stratton strong. I think she looks really good in ring. I, I, I like her finisher. I'll say that. Be, it's cool, isn't it? I, I think we're coming away from the character now and more just demonstrating her in-ring ability, which I think is really good. So I, I hope we see more of her. There wasn't really anything to say about that match, just the fact that, again, Stratton got the win. Yeah, um, clean win. Yeah, so I think we're going to hopefully see her onwards and upwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, there wasn't a lot else to say, like you say. Um, so the very start of the show, Pretty Deadly come off, come out. Obviously won their uh, the tag titles in their first match last week. Bit of a surprise. Yes. Um, and I was really happy to see Grizzled Young Veterans come out. Because they weren't... I, we, yeah. We all, we all moaned when they were in, not in the um, gauntlet last week. Mm-hmm. But then they had a match with Legado del Fantasma and they lost again, didn't they? Which was a fantastic match. It was. Um, Legado del Fantasma were flying everywhere. Oh, yeah. I've not that. seen them this crazy. I was really enjoying them. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I honestly I've had a double take at first. I was like, this is almost like MSK's wrestling style. They were flying around the ring. They are, they are, um, all of Legado are really good in the ring. I really think like, they could all go up great. to main roster. Um, they could easily, yeah. As a full group, though. Um, yeah, with Electro and everything. Yeah, I think it would be great. Uh, they messed it up with... Um, Hit Row. Hit Row. Uh, about? But I think they wasn't too sure because they weren't sure how much they could all wrestle. Whereas we know all four members can wrestle. Yeah. Um, I think Hit Row was carried by one person. That was the problem. Yeah, yeah, Swerve. definitely. Swerve's fantastic. The rest were, were not that good. No, no, apart from... Yeah, they were Pete good promos and they were good, they were good on the mic, but I don't know if they could deliver it in the ring as definitely. well as... Not on Swerve's extent anyway. No, definitely not. But it was just a shame that Grizzled Young Veterans got kind of squashed here. Yeah. And we know they can have a phenomenal match, but they didn't really put up any offence at all. No, what um, I did find interesting, I don't know if you saw this online afterwards, so they did a promo on wwe.com or something it wasn't on tv but they basically said you won't see grizzled young veterans on nxt again and that james drake put a picture of his locker room like emptying oh no, um, I didn't so know that. i don't know if they're getting called up um they That'd might come awesome. back with new net because there's a lot of name changes in nxt at the moment look one of legado uh, Raul mendoza's names changed to cruz del toro or something like that he called him I know that could be ready for a call. So up. it might be they might just change their names and come back with a new change, but it wouldn't surprise me. Or they could even go back to NXT UK. I don't think that they will do that, but something's happening with Grizzled Young Veterans, and I'm pleased because they were going nowhere. That could be cool if they brought them up. Um, I think they're the sort of people that could really get a crowd going. No matter where you put them as a heel, they're going to really wind the crowd up. Yeah, Gibson's um, fantastic on the mic. Oh, yeah. So, to be honest, yeah, they really would suit main roster, I think. Um, and we need more tag teams. I saw some some suggestion, weird suggestion. They could end up in Edge's faction, but I think that would be a bit random. That'd be um, really... I, I think they'll probably keep it as three. Yeah. 
when do I think they might? I think they might do more than three, but I don't. I don't think it will be them. I, I just don't who would it. be good that I've just randomly thought of, who's not really been used very well. Imagine Bala. Yeah, I think I said that a few weeks ago. That if he, they, oh well, here I we think go. I did. I think yeah, I did. I, maybe we. I certainly thought it this. at one point. I don't know. <laughs> I think they could if they want to turn Bala heel. Uh, Bala's not be awesome. been a heel. He's not been a heel on the main roster. That'd be so good. Make him a heel. In certain circumstances, bring out the demon, and you could really have Edge doing some fantastic promos with that. Um, mm. Exciting. Anyway, we, we digress that's again. A, yeah, that's that's a bit of a um, diversion. Um, but we had for what else do we have? So we talked about Pretty Deadly. So that led to the main event as well because they were flirting with um, Indian Persia, and uh, they thought they wanted that. It was a stupid little promo where they thought they wanted a match. So they were yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you can have a match. And then obviously it was for Duke and Dexter. So we got the main event of Duke and Dexter versus Pretty Deadly. Which was just an average tag title match. Um, Duke and De- I haven't been. A- this has been my skid mark. I think last week it was. I know Keeney was down on it as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it was I'm an not average really enjoying tag title that storyline at all. No, um, it's a shame. But yeah, so that was that was that. Um, we had Escobar versus Camilla Hayes. Obviously, as you'd expect, that was good. <laughs> that was a great match. Um, Apart from the finish, was a bit. Yeah, they they well, yeah. I mean, that's the main talking point, really, isn't it? The fact that um, Escobar got attacked by two suited men. Yeah, obviously which, Tony D'Angelo's doing. Yeah, so I guess you can tell the, by the gimmick the way they were dressed. The feud, isn't it? Is it, that's that's where we're going with this feud, I guess. Yeah, so I guess he, is Escobar face. I think they have turned the Garda del Fantasma face. Yeah, I've, I've, I think they have now. Yeah. Which I, I don't mind because the crowd it's are strange because they were attacking people in car parks the other day. Yeah, now they're getting his car was uh, clamped and a fish yeah. put on it. So, yeah. But not too much to say about that, apart from it was a really good match and the fact that we're going to have this new feud, I guess, with um, D'Angelo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something no. worth mentioning, the, the match wasn't really anything to shout about at all, but Wesley being on TV, even though MSK have now disbanded. Um, yes, I was very happy to see him. Quinn. It's nice to see him, although he did lose. <laughs> and and Keeney mentioned as well to us that he wants it to be known that he was happy to see Wesley. Oh, yeah, he's pleased about this. <laughs> so he, not... it's the only thing he's discussed from, with us, really. He's been a bit busy on holiday, but he has managed to watch stuff. And he said... And out of all known, of that, he picked out good old Wesley. Um, I guess it's a feel-good moment, the fact that he stayed, because we were really concerned that he was going to get dropped. Like a sack of I mean, he still, he still may, but hopefully not. Hopefully not. He was good in this match. He lost, obviously, to Zion Quinn, but mm. um, you know Zion Quinn's been relatively well pushed. So, well, not well, I wouldn't know. I don't know about well pushed, but he wins matches. So, and I think yeah, we'll see something in him. So. I'm not quite sold on him, unfortunately. Um, I think he's got potential, but um, someone who really does have potential, um, Grayson Waller. So we had the match between Sanger and Grayson Waller. Yeah. Um, I think we had a, a state a segment where he was sort of running away towards the ring, just lobbing everything. Yeah, out. and then and then suddenly the referee appeared, and they had yeah. So this is how the match came about, wasn't it? I actually enjoyed this bit. Um, Waller just he's just so good. I, I I really like this guy. I think there's a lot to him. Um, the match was okay, but really the main bit was the fact that Waller actually hit his finisher on Sanger and beat him clean. Yeah, I, Which, don't, I don't think they see anything in Sanger. I think he was just there as a bodyguard. It's just strange that 
I, I honestly they broke him up very quick as well. Waller's, um, yeah, they did, yeah. But with Waller's character, he always cheats, doesn't he, to win? Yeah, it was yeah. just odd that they let him get this sort of clean win. Um, I thought he might bring out a new like mm. bodyguard or something. That's what I thought he might do. Like, a, oh, Sangor was rubbish, he lost, but I've got maybe a they're guy. pushing him towards gold now and they want him to be able to sort of stand on his own. And this is the sort of footstone to, to that direction, isn't it? But I love yeah. his finisher. I think it's awesome. He sort of does that forward roll, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, into a, like a stunner, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I really like that. Yeah, it's like a springboardy roll into a stunner. Yeah, it's good. He's cool. A um, um, couple of other things from NXT. So there was a debut for Roxanne Perez, who is formerly known as Roxy. Talking to people with potential, I think she's someone that we're going to see a lot of in NXT. Okay. Um, she Jane, is. Yeah. She was a uh, yeah. She faced JCJ. She had a promo early on in the night, and it was like, oh, she's going to have a match next week, and then it, they got challenged. And, and the fact she's already in matches with people in Toxic Attraction suggests to me that she's going to get pushed. And yeah. I'm not surprised because a lot of made they signed her quite recently, and a lot was made of it when they did sign her. Um, she's only 20 years old, and she's already a former Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Um, wow. She won the ROH Women's Title last year before. Everyone got released because ROH went under, obviously been bought by AEW. Um, she could have probably signed for AEW, but I don't know if they're doing anything with the women um, on the, uh, with a ROH. Um, but yeah, so WWE picked her up and um, yeah, she's already, and I thought she looked good in the match. She was, the finish was, I mean, it was not much to it. Um, Wendy Chu doing a distraction, bit of a silly finish, roll up win, but oh, yeah, <laughs> bit, bit of a core of J treatment with the roll up wins. But um I think she's someone to look out for because I think they're going to push her a lot. Um, and like I say, she's only 20 and she's already a Ring of Honor Women's Champion. That's pretty mad, to be honest. Yeah, I yeah. didn't realise that. I didn't know much about her. Um, yeah, interesting no. to see where she goes. I don't have too much more to add to that one. No, I just thought that was interesting. Um, we also had the other women's stuff, really, between with Natalia. So you got Cora Jade video promo. She ripped, ripped up the photo of her and Natalia. And then Natalia faced... Um, Tatum Paxley in a match. Mm-hmm. Paxley got a lot more in there than I thought she was going to. I thought this was going to be like two minutes, but um, she got more in than I thought she would. But obviously, Natalia tapped her out in the end. Yeah, that was cool. And that was a serious um, sharpshooter she put her in as well. That was that was a real deep sharpshooter. That looked painful yeah. just watching. So, are we ready for a skid? Oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, off of the back of that? No, well, it's on NXT. It's not related to. Oh, Natalia. okay. I thought I thought it was related. No, to that, no, no, Natalia no. had a bit of confrontation with someone else, which I thought you'd be more top marking. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. With how, how did you forget that? I don't know how I forgot that, but yeah, her and Nikita Lyons. Can, yeah, I like that. And then like she said it. she was going to put her in a sharpshooter, and she said, "Don't worry, I'm flexible." Mm. So they're really playing into the crowd here, aren't they? Oh yeah, they, Wade Barrett's commentary is like, well, he's like, oh, that'll be an internet hit, and like, like that'll be like, they're playing into the fact that they know every time Nikita Lyons is on TV, the the comment section uh, on Twitter gets a bit nuts. Let's just say, <laughs> um, yeah. So um, yeah, my skid mark's not to do with that. It's actually to do with the main title scene in NXT. Oh yes, yeah. Which I don't mind when they do sort of spooky-ish storylines and stuff like that. Sometimes I love it. I love, I was a big fan of Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, whatever. But I don't think this is the right direction for the NXT title feud. Yeah. Uh, Bron Breaker just walking around backstage being scared of stuff. Um, Joe Gacy, like, doing old-style Bray Wyatt promos and spooky stuff. 
yeah, not really working for me. It just feels like a, a, a bad version of Bray Wyatt. Um, Joe Gacy delivers it fine. It's not him as a performer, but I'm just not interested in it. As a, In the middle of the card, if he was doing this with Solo Sokoa or someone like that, who's not got the title, yeah. mid-card feud, fine. But I just don't think this should have been the direction. After Bron Breaker won the title back from Ziggler, I wouldn't have done this as the first type of feud at all. I think it's a bit rubbish. And yeah, that's my problem. And the ending was, you know, him coming off that, getting uh, the, the leap of faith. They call I it, bet that then. looked awful live. Yeah, it didn't look great. To be honest, it didn't look great on TV, I didn't think. You, you know, and then the guys, those guys in the hoods kind of took him out. I just thought this was a bit crap, to be honest. Yeah. It's just the main time. It's too much. There was like three or four segments of it without on the, throughout the show as well. It wasn't just that. It was, you know, it was a story throughout the show. And if it's a thread throughout the show and it's taken up quite a lot of time and it's not good, then it kind of brings the show down. And that's how I felt a little bit about it. No, I... I... I, I wouldn't say it was a skid mark for me, but I'm not enjoying it as much as the Ziggler stuff and the Champa stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, the NXT titles. I think it's a bit a... of a sort of a mid, sort of just passing some time, yeah. giving Braun something to do without maybe being in ring as much. And he's been wrestling a lot lately, hasn't he? So I know they pushed show. him off the stage. They've but... got a special show coming up, haven't they? It's called Spring Breaking or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so it, I'm yeah. assuming they're going to do the match there because it's, I don't think they'll do it at a big, really big show. Um, so I think they're going to do the match there. Um, one match they are doing there as well is the triple threat for the North American title with Carmelo, Cameron Grimes and Solis Color. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would Looking be forward to that. That's that's good. <laughs> that could be like the main title. <laughs> that, you know, yeah, feels like, definitely. feels like a more important feud to me than this title. And it's, you know, it, the title actually feels like a centerpiece. Whereas this, the title feels almost irrelevant. It feels like a, it's about Bron's dad getting kidnapped more than about the title. Um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about it. So I think we're now on to AEW, is that right? We are, yeah. So just need to explain here. I've watched AEW Rampage in the first match of Battle of the Belts. And I've not managed to keep up this week. It's been a bit of a busy one. Um, so I'm going to go over Rampage and the first match of Battle of the Belts. And then I'm going to leave Fisher to give you his very own. Uh, just me talking. Yeah, just, yeah, just about the legendary fish. Just me talking. I'll just give my thoughts on Dynamite briefly. I mean, I wish we could go into all of this more. But luckily, we do have two full shows to talk about with Rampage and, well, Battle of the Belts, you only did one match. But I think the first It's the match important is, match out I think of that's the, lot, the big match really? out of the three, really. So, yeah, I think we're fine. Should we so, start yeah. with the opener of um, Rampage then? Yeah. Well, so it that was, was the opener, wasn't it? Adam Cole versus... Um... No, that was, the, that was the closing match. Oh, okay. We'll start with that, though. Let's start with the better. big boy, shall we? Yeah. Um, so I guess I wasn't too sure on what was going to happen here because it's been on. We've seen this a few times now, haven't we? Mm. Um, in terms of the actual match, I thought it was absolutely great. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. obviously it was close to being my top mark. Yeah, the actual match itself was pretty damn great, wasn't it? I mean, the finish was incredible. A massive dead eye through tables. Uh, although that got a lot of criticism for... Really? Well, you not that. The danger or no, was it, it the barbed wire crown? It was the Barbara Crown on Good Friday. People got a bit upset about 
I didn't even think about. I didn't. That. I didn't think about it. Um, but I could understand. I can understand why that would annoy people. Yeah, I've said a lot of like religious people. Yeah, yeah. I stuff. can understand that. I didn't even think about it till you just said it. But um, I didn't think about it until I saw the outrage online. And no, I, was like, oh. I don't think it was needed. I think it's bad enough to go through a table yeah. head first. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, fair enough for that. Um, there were some good bits in this match, wasn't there? Um, cool spots. It was just a pretty standard AW Savage match where, <laughs> yeah, with weaponry. The only thing I'm not too sure about is why have we had Adam Cole versus Adam Page multiple times with the same result? Um, it's like Adam Cole's gone from having this amazing winning streak to being beaten what three times now by Adam Page. Yeah, kind I of, think it's three in a way times. says to me that he can't compete for that belt in a long time no i don't think he can now. which I is think a shame gonna, really they're um, moving on they're moving back to the um we get a, it's not really a big spoiler for dynamite but we got a lot more hint of where the, the direction is for cole which is more to do with him and bucks and um Red oh Dragon well i'm again. really excited for that which I've which is good stuff they, they, they kind of move back to that you know stuff really? they, they don't well, really I'm excited do a lot, to see but, that but I just don't know yeah. why we needed this extra match lobbed on the end. Yeah, I do agree. Like, there was no real reason for Cole to get the match, but the match itself was really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I loved him this as well. There's some trash talk. And Cole says something like, Page will never be Omega or something like Omega or something like that. He mentions Kenny. Um, I can't wait for Omega to come back. Yeah, I feel like it must be soon. I, I think he really, I mean, he doesn't need to come back. AEW's got a stat roster, but. Him coming back will feel huge because he's been gone for so long. And he does have that that star power <coughs> added to him. Um, and he's just a brilliant wrestler, isn't he? Yeah, I really can't wait. I hope he's fully recovered. Yeah. But there, was some, there were some great matches in this. Um, uh, great spots in this match. So, uh, Panama Sunrise countered into the dead eye. Yeah. Um, there was another Panama Sunrise. Page got up at nine um, from that. Um there's a huge suplex on a massive pile of chairs. Yeah, um, yeah. It sort of launched him, didn't he, across the ring? Yeah. Uh, there's low blows and stuff like that in there. It got quite, you know, got dirty at times. Um, wasn't the cleanest. Obviously, it's a street fight kind of style. So anything can... Uh, and I liked Paige with his barbed wire sleeve. I thought that was that was good. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, it was a really, really good match. What do you think? It, did you find it strange it wasn't on Battle of the Belts and it was just on Rampage? Because for me, it was like three titles defended on Battle of the Belts and they didn't put the, the world title on there. Or do you think they were just trying to give Rampage a boost? I think they're giving Rampage a bit of a boost. I, I, I don't think, know what the I numbers so. are like, but... Haven't been great recently, um, which I think is why they, they tried to give... Because Rampage definitely feels like the B show, like by yeah, a yeah, mile. Yeah. And I know it's by design, um, but yeah, I feel well, like they're trying to now along, isn't it? So... <laughs> yeah, and the time slot. It's the time slot. It's on after SmackDown, like 10 o'clock at night or something. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's the main reason why. Dynamite. Um, let's talk about the opener. Um, so we've got the Blackpool Combat Club um, versus the Gun Club. Yes. Not loads of this match, really. Just a... No. Um, Pretty solid match, really, wasn't it? But, but it's, I think it was Utah's first match, wasn't it, in the, in the, in the club? Yeah. So... Um, yeah, and I love Regal was talking about his hair on commentary a lot on this, and I've written down. I can't remember what he said now, um, but he made me laugh a lot. Um, talk about his hair. For some I, didn't, reason. I didn't didn't know that bit <laughs> down, but um, yeah, um, but you win with one with a clever roll up in the end on Billy Billy Gunn. 
yeah, I suppose that's quite a big deal in a way. The fact that I know that you, you and Sean aren't too keen on um, Billy Gunn, but it's, it's still quite. I don't mind Billy Gunn. He's a I'm bit just, of a. He's a, he's a, a in twenty twenty two, isn't he? To get yeah. to pin him is quite a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, it could have been one of the other two lads, I suppose. Yeah, but I think Billy Gunn's the main name, isn't it? So for him to get the pin, but yeah, yeah, pretty good match and good that you to sort of in the club, isn't he? Yeah, and then you've got Butcher versus a random jobber guy, which he beat with a powerbomb very quickly to set up the match that yep. he's having with Wardlow, which happened last night on Dynamite, which I'll Can't talk about Can't wait to later. see that one. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Dustin did a promo for CM Punk. Uh, yeah, challenge. that'll be a good match, I think. I think that'll be so a really, really good match. That's happened, obviously, now. Um, oh, okay. That was on last night's show. The other match from this show, which was interesting, was Ruby Soho versus Robin Renegade. Um, and they did the old Bella Twins trick here, the twin magic, um, where they switched over. Yeah. Haven't seen that in a while. Thought I was no, interested. I miss, I miss the Bellas. <laughs> yeah. So Robin, I can't remember what her sister's called now. I might have written it down somewhere here. Um, but Robin goes outside the ring, goes under the ring, and then her sister comes out and they switched back. But Ruby ended up winning with a sister Abigail type looking move which I yeah it, it'd be Rather a bit than old Riot ruby kick. didn't win wouldn't it yeah i mean robin renegade's not really a, a signed i don't think she's even signed oh, so really? yeah it would have been very very odd they had another one on dynamite where the, the result was really obvious they need to make these qualifiers a little bit more i know it's the women's one meaning got loads of people but yeah it's kind of obvious who's going to win in in most of them um because they did Britt baker versus daniel camella um yeah, it's pretty obvious. I, I can probably pretty, guess what's going to yeah, happen there. You, you know who's winning before the match starts, which is fine. Like sometimes squash matches are all right, but when it's a tournament match, like mm-hmm. at least have some jeopardy a little bit. But um, yeah, I thought it was entertaining that match. I thought it was quite good. Um, and then we got Battle of the Belts. So I can discuss Sammy G um, for the TNT title versus Scorpio Sky. So I thought this match was decent. Again, Sammy showing how much of a good wrestler he is. Yeah. Um, but then something we've discussed before that was a little bit skiddy and random is the fact that Sammy G has won that title back. Yeah, the three times now. Yeah, it's it's strange. The thing I also find weird, and I'm wondering, is Sammy turning heel? Because they're really they must know the crowd is not enjoying him and Conti. Yeah, but they're playing they're playing up to it. You gave them more on the you gave more of that on Wednesday. You'll see more uh, last night's show. When you watch Dynamite, you'll see they lean into it even more and you'll get more Okay, so they are basically playing into this because they're snogging on the ramp which just yeah. people aren't enjoying and yeah, yeah. making a big deal. Yeah, they it. they play it up even more. Okay, um, so maybe this is the reason why with the belt makes people dislike him even more, but I get that, but it just feels like there's so many more people they could give opportunities to that haven't yeah, definitely. had this. And I feel a little bit... I feel like Scorpio Sky got a bit screwed with not having a bit of a longer run. Yeah, I, he, I he didn't a great wrestler. He didn't really win it long ago. And I feel like Scorpio and... I mean, for me, even Page as well, I wouldn't mind him actually having a run mm-hmm. with it because his promos are brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I really, really enjoy him. Um, but yeah, the match, was, the match was good, but I just felt like putting the belt on Sammy was the wrong decision. And the crowd booed it. Um, yeah, there was a page fans out and Conti Brawl wasn't there, um, and then he did yeah. a low. Sammy did a low blow behind the ref's back, and then did a GTH to win. Yeah, so, so that was one of the reasons I thought, yeah, this is definitely going a bit heel. I know the commentators were saying, oh, he's playing sort of like fire with fire, but yeah, because they were like just making loads of distractions, so it wasn't made clear that it was heel here, but no. it did. It de- definitely had a bit about it. 
Um, but yeah, that was a good match. So I think I'm going to leave you now. Yeah, I'll your, just sum up the rest your, of... To your own devices. Have fun with Fisher, everyone. Fun with Fisher. Yeah. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed me. And um, I'll see you guys again next week. Right, so I'm just going to quickly go over what happened the rest of the show, and I'll talk about my thoughts with Dynamite, because someone's got to cover it, right? Um, obviously, Keeney being away, Krusty hasn't watched yet. It is only last night, so he's forgiven. Um, but I will, I will have, it, have us covered. So the rest of Battle of the Belts, you've got Dalton Castle versus Jonathan Gresham, Ring of Honor title match. Um, I was very intrigued, actually, to ask the guys what they thought of this, because it's not two guys we're familiar with. I'm, I'm a bit familiar with Jonathan Gresham. I wasn't at all familiar with Dalton Castle myself. Um, his entrance is very interesting with the boys. Um, <coughs> I really like that they were sort of moving with the moves um, at ringside, found that entertaining. Some of the in-ring stuff wasn't, didn't quite connect with me as much um, in terms of Castle's wrestling, but it was okay. And um, yeah, I really like Gresham from what I've seen of him. So that was good. And obviously then you got... Um, Satnam Singh and co come down afterwards uh, a little bit of a better thing than what they did with him on dynamite when they debuted him. Um, so that was okay. And then Joe come out um, with a pipe and they all left, which is a smart decision. If so, some other Joe's coming out of a pipe um, and then Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rosa, I thought was probably the best match of the three um, really entertaining match. Uh, Rosa hit a stunner in this match, which was cool. Um, Nyla's always decent in the ring. And then, um, there was an awesome code red counter that was so smooth um, that Rosa hit. That was great. And then <coughs> Rosa won with the Hurricane Rana, leading into a pin. So that was that. Was that. that was Battle of the Belts. I thought it was decent this show. Um, didn't really like the result of the first match. The rest of it was okay. Um, yeah, it was just all right. It was an okay hour of television. Dynamite then um, was, I thought, a really solid show with nothing outstanding on it this week. There wasn't anything that I was blown away by. There was nothing that really annoyed me either, though. Um, so CM Punk versus Dustin started the show. bit slow to start with, but the crowd was so into this. Um, plenty of this is awesome chance. Dustin's still phenomenal for his age, isn't he? And, um, yeah, CM Punk obviously got the win in the end, but there was they definitely teased... Um, Dustin winning, he hit a crossroads and a pile driver at one point, back to back, where Punk kicked out at two. Um, and they had a nice embrace afterwards. Felt really genuine. Um, so I really like that. Close to, not maybe not quite being top mark, but it was definitely one of the better matches of the week. Um, Hangman as well came out afterwards and had a little stare down with Punk. So I think we've been mentioning it for weeks, but I think we're definitely getting Hangman Page versus CM Punk at Double or Nothing, which I think is the next pay-per-view, if I'm right. Um for the AEW world title, which <coughs> is going to be very interesting. And it wouldn't surprise me if CM Punk gets the win, to be honest. Uh, Wardlow arrived in uh, handcuffs. Um, that was quite interesting. Um, and then you've got Blackpool Combat Club versus Brock Anderson, Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty. Bit of a thrown together team. Bit of a shame to see Dante Martin. He was getting over as a solo babyface before his brother come back. And then he's not even with his brother here. I don't know where his brother is. Uh, bit of a shame to see him in this role. He took the pin in this as well. Um, I did think that, but the match was good. I love watching the Combat Club do their stuff, stomping on heads simultaneously, you know, together. Brilliant stuff. Um, uh, they're just a brilliant faction. So that was really, really enjoyable. And Regal, again, was great on comms here. Uh, Moriarty, I thought, stood out in this match for the other team. Um, <coughs> the Undisputed Elite did a little promo. This is where I was on about to cross a minute ago. So Adam Cole was sort of trying to bring them all together. Um, the Young Bucks don't look 
amused by it all, really. Carla Riley's trying to um, to bring the bring them together. And they offer a ten man open challenge for next week, so they're teaming up. Uh, and then we got Tony Khan on the stage for the big announcement. Now this is obviously definitely worth mentioning. So we're getting a super show between AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, Jay White came out here. Adam Cole did the announcement, which was weird. Really um, big announcement. I feel this is this is genuinely worth having an announcement for. It's a pretty cool, pretty big deal. Um, I can't remember the exact date, but it's in the summer. Um, the show, and I'm sure for fans of pro wrestling and particularly. AEW type of hardcore fans who know New Japan very well as well will love this show. I'm sure it's going to be very good. Um, and on and leading on from that, we've got um, Adam Adam Culver's Tomohiro Ishii on Rampage in an Owen Hart qualifier um, next on Rampage. Talking of that, actually, um, not something that happened on this show, but we're getting um, Dax v Cash, FTR colliding next week in an Owen Hart qualifier on Dynamite. I cannot wait for that. That is good. Uh, I did not. I did not expect to see that graphic pop up. It's confused when I saw. It. I was like, "Hang on, FTR against each other." But I'm sure they're going to put on a great match. I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, probably, I bet it's up there with my top marks for next week already. I guarantee it. Then we got Butcher Butcher versus Wardlow um, and JF watching from the rafters. Um, and Wardlow still cuffed, getting to the ring. The match didn't last very long. Wardlow hit four power bombs, pinned Butcher. You know, didn't make Butcher look great, but I don't think that the objective is to get Wardlow over, and they've been doing that fantastically well. Um, we've got Carla Riley versus um, Jungle Boy. They had a really good match um, with Carla Riley winning. Um, so interestingly, he's in the Owen Hart Cup. If Adam Cole gets in there as well, we could see those two face each other as well, which would be interesting. Although we've seen that obviously in NXT not that long ago, but but still <coughs> could be um, could be good. Um, MJF pays Jake Roberts some money. So he wants, obviously, after Butcher losing, he wants another obstacle for Wardlow to get through. And Lance Archer, who hasn't been on TV much recently, looks like it's going to be him. Um, so that, that'll be good, I'm sure. And then we got Hook on Dynamite, making his first appearance on Dynamite. All his matches have been on Rampage. Um, a match against Anthony Henry. Uh, I thought we were going to get in the match with Tony Nese this week. I thought that was what they were doing. Um, but Nice was just watching in the crowd, which I thought was a bit odd that they didn't just do this match. But I love the, the, the tease at the end with Danhausen trying to curse him. And now Danhausen wants to fight Hook. So it looks like we are getting Hook v. Danhausen, which I'm sure is going to be incredibly entertaining. Um, so, yeah, really interesting to, uh, promo between Kazarian and uh, Scorpio Sky. Um, Scorpio Sky wants Sammy, and he's going to get him in the ladder match next week. Um, we had a little segment with them, um, with Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky. And again, Conti and Sammy come across very obnoxious here, um, to be honest. Um, Daniel Camella versus Britt Baker. Britt in her hometown, obviously, in Pittsburgh. So over here. Come out of some Pittsburgh Steelers football players. Um, got the win. Match went longer than I expected. Camella got some offense in. Um, but Baker won. And then cut a promo afterwards. Um running down some women. She made a pretty rubbish joke about Ruby Soho that I didn't really get. But she did go in on Tony Storm talking about pies and and, and talking about her wanting to be fired from this company too, which was quite savage. Um, kind of enjoyed that one. But yeah, good to see Britt Baker back. Um, definitely one of the best parts with it, the AW women's division. And she knows it as well because she referenced that. Um, so that was good. Uh, and then we got Andrade versus um, Derby in a coffin match as the main event. Uh, unusual match type. We have seen them before. It's like the old casket matches in WWE. The Undertaker used to have them quite a lot. 
Uh, match here was good. There was so much outside involvement. Sting in the crowd was awesome. Does a dive from the rafters. Really good stuff. Um, yeah, really interesting match. Um, I preferred it, well, actually, once it got to a one-on-one in the ring, and they were just doing some really good wrestling, using the chair um, a lot. And then you got thumbtacks on the coffin, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, and then Jose, the assistant, tries to help Andrade at the end, but it backfires. And Darby Allen got the win. So that was that, really, from Dynamite. Not too much. With just me talking about it, there's not much point in going into much more detail because I've got no back and forth, which is very strange. I feel weird just talking about it on my own. But I'll, I wanted to give a quick run through and just say my thoughts. Yeah, solid show. Like I say, not, not a top mark from there this week, but no, no skid marks either. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, and so that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Um, no idea if we're going to be who, who, which combination or if all three of us are going to be on. Follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestling, uh, at Recharge Wrestle, sorry, not at Recharge Wrestling. Um, find us on YouTube at uh, Recharge Wrestling. Um, for those of you on YouTube, Crust is now back on the screen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's back. He's uh, <laughs> saw me doing the outro and uh, thought he'd better, better come back in quickly didn't want to spoil dynamite for you um but yeah so follow us on twitter and youtube follow robot republic as well at robot republic underscore i've been fisher that was crusty and see you next week see you later thank you bye-bye subtle results still you but with fewer lines Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, Headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.